The following podcast is a TJ DeSantis production. Comments, questions, and inquiries can be sent to DeSantisProd at gmail.com. Are you talking shift? We are. It's time for the We're Talking Shift podcast. Now, now, now. Here to talk shift are your hosts, Lori Bischoff and Candace Parisi. We're talking shift. Hello there. My name is Candace Parisi. Hi, I'm Lori Bischoff, and we're talking shift today. Today, we're going to talk about growing people. <laughs> That is the very last thing on earth I want to do. What what do you mean? You don't want to grow people? No, I don't want to make a human inside my body and then push it out and then... No, I don't. I think it's a big waste of time. I think people need to stop doing it. (laughs) I think it's just a giant waste of time. Here's why. Let me just, let me clarify. Please. Okay, so you make a human for nine months, right? Mm -hmm. Inside your body. You push the baby out Mm -hmm. and then you breastfeed it. And you like give it everything that it needs Mm -hmm. and it loves you and you love it. And then it becomes like one, one and a half years old and starts telling you no. (laughs) And then, and then it's now it's 13 years old and sneaking out of the fucking house. And then, and then it it goes to a party and like Mm. fucks up and does something stupid. Mm -hmm. And like, I would just, it would be so stressful. It just feels so stressful. I would be constantly, I would just be angry all the time because like I did all that work. Like I grew you, I grew a person. And you know, this would all happen because. Because it always happens. Did you do that? Yeah, I did. Uh Uh-huh. This is not about me right now. This is about. I think it's all about you. Yeah, it is. It's always all about me. Here's what (laughs) here's, here's what I did. Here's what I know. And I'm never going to let somebody do that to me. Heck no. Heck no. Get out of here with that. I'm not into, I think that they're amazing. Babies are amazing. I'm a doula. I love watching birth and I love the whole process of it. But when they turn like one and a half and they could say, no, or you're stupid, I'm out. Like, I just feel like that that was a giant waste of time. So if I could hand my baby over at one, as soon as it says no, I'm like, here, here's your baby now. So you would be an amazing surrogate. I would, yeah. Right? Right. If I wanted to do all that. I'll I'll bake your bun for you, hand it over, and I'm I'm out. I'm good. You deal with the next 20 years of this. Yeah, enjoy it. Enjoy this little monster (laughs) that's going to tell you no and... And yeah. not like your cooking Throw and then run you. away. Right. Throw up their macaroni and cheese on you. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. And just do things that are dumb. Mm-hmm. No mm. thanks. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, well, um, <laughs> I, 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 I gotta say, I, I come from a whole different mindset there. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I grew, I grew two humans. Yikes. And, uh, they're great I, humans. Those are two really like you did something right. See, I wouldn't. That, that was luck, pure luck. No, there's. <laughs> I just got lucky. Yeah, they're I, amazing. Yeah, I had nothing to do with it. No, 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 no. I, no. Nothing to do with it. <laughs> I loved though. I loved being a mother. I didn't plan on it though. I will tell you, I did not plan on it. It wasn't like something that I thought. Oh, I'm going to. You know, I'm gonna be a mom. And I, I, it wasn't one of those fantasies or dreams or a, a goal. In fact, when Eric and I lived in Chicago, which was right before we had our first child, um, 
we had looked at each other, you know, at the, um, I think it was St. Patrick's day. So we were Mm -hmm. out having a great time celebrating, you know, the day, the river green in Chicago, Mm -hmm. it's a big damn deal there. Mm -hmm. And, um, we looked at each other and we're having a great time and uh, we were like, you know what? Let's, yeah, let's spend the rest of our lives together because we're having so much fun together. This is awesome. I, I, yeah, but mm, no kids. Mm-hmm. We were like, yeah, we don't need any kids. And cut to um, <laughs> <laughs> one year later. Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> but, but, um, so it wasn't a plan. It was actually a, uh, a loosely laid plan. Obviously, mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot of strategy put into place for that plan, but we, we weren't going to have any. But then when we found out, okay, you know what? I guess we are. Mm-hmm. I guess we are. So we went, all right, well, let's do, let's do the parent thing. Let's, uh, let's do it. And um, man, I loved it. I loved it. We both did. I, I loved motherhood. I loved being able to, uh, to be home with them. I worked part-time, um, for, um, most of their young childhood, probably up until they were like about 13, 14, just, you know, I worked part-time, but so essentially I was, for the most part, I got to stay home and take care of my kids. So we had fairly traditional roles, but, um, but people underestimate how much fucking work that is. Like people downplay mothers. Yes, they do. All day long. Yes. It doesn't make any sense. It's and, so hard. And mothers downplay their role. They are, they downplay the value of what they're doing. What do you mean? Um, like, you know, it's uh, what I what I came to realize was, um, and this was after my kids had gotten a little bit older and were, you know, um, kind of getting off on their own a little bit. And I, you know, so they didn't need me to be there for their, you know, every moment of mm-hmm, their day, they mm-hmm. were independent. And so then I started to think about, okay, now, you know, what, what do I want to do, uh, now that I don't have to be a full-time mom anymore or, you know, whatever. But I, uh, I started to notice though, that, uh, there were a lot of, women that, I mean, if you say, you know, what do you do? It was like, eh, I'm just a mom. Like, right. what do you mean just? Like, what do you mean mm. just a mom? Yeah. Like almost like, eh, it's, you know, it's not that impressive. Like I don't have a title, like, you mm. know, I'm not a doctor or I'm not a lawyer. I'm not something that in their minds it somehow is higher up on the impressive totem pole. Right. I'm just a mom. And you know, it started to piss me off. <laughs> You don't want to piss Lori off. I don't know. Uh, you know, <laughs> no, I was just like, but I'm like, can you imagine like standing around, let's say you're at a, a social gathering or mm-hmm. something or, you know, an event and people are like, yeah, you know, introducing themselves and, oh, I'm this and I'm that, or I'm an executive or I'm a whatever, I'm a business owner. And then you're like, oh, I'm just a mom. Mm. Bullshit. I mean, why wouldn't you say, yeah, I make people. Yeah. It's kind of like, is there anything that really could top that? I make people. I make people. That's what I do. Like I grow humans in my body. You're a doctor. You fix people, but I fucking make them. (laughs) Damn right. Damn right. That's what I do. Yeah. So I just think that, um, 
you know, that there's a lot of that, that, that there's, it's sort of overlooked as something that's the most valuable thing that you could possibly do, um, is to make people. And then there's, you know, what comes along with that. And then you mm-hmm. got to do right by, by raising that little human. And that's a whole other, that's a whole other mm-hmm. you know, job. Probably. Uh, yeah. That's a whole other podcast, I think. Yeah. There's, there's that, but just the fact that you are, a mom and maybe you're a mom that's, um, a stay at home mom, or maybe you're a mom that's doing double duty and you're working a, a job outside your home on top of the job you have inside your home. So you're working two full-time jobs right. and, and now you're really, you know, killing it. But, but the point is, I think that there's just a lot of, it kind of leads into, it's not just motherhood. I mean, I think that's kind of the big one because you are again, making people. Yeah. You're growing an entire person inside your body. Yeah. But I started thinking how it's sad that so many uh, people are doing things, whatever they're doing, whether it's a stay at home mom or whether you're a, uh, you know, a janitor or whether you're the, uh, the guy that's, you know, picking up trash. And it's like, there's a lot of people that are almost embarrassed Mm -hmm. by what they do. And that's, that's sad. I think. And it's you, super you should, sad. You, you know, whatever. you're valuable. Everybody's valuable. And what you're doing is valuable. Yeah. It's always valuable. Everybody downplays themselves. It seems they say, Oh, well, like you said, mother, I'm just a mom mm-hmm. or, Oh, I'm just an accountant mm-hmm. or I'm just a, like, who's better than you? Like, really? Yeah. Like is, is the doctor better than you? The doctor needs an accountant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and so I just think that we, yeah. We shit on ourselves easily. We're so much easier. We could just shit all over ourselves mm-hmm. than we can prop ourselves up and be like, I'm a mm-hmm. I'm an accountant. Right. Or I I really I'm this or I'm that. Yeah. Or you know, it's, it's being the, proud yeah. of you. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. the guy that comes down your driveway once a week and picks up all of the trash for you and hauls it away yeah. and makes that part of your life, which I love. I mean, I get excited when it's trash day because I am so grateful that somebody is coming yeah. over here. All I had to do is put a bag out there of stuff yeah. I don't want anymore, mm-hmm. of stuff that's going to stink up my kitchen, of stuff I want to get rid of and I don't ever want to see it again and I don't want to mm. have to deal with. And there's somebody else that, thank God, is going to come and deal with that for me. And that yeah. is a stinky, dirty, nasty job. And I am so grateful that there are people willing to do that, that'd be like, yeah, that's what I do. I think that's badass. Exactly. There's no shame in that game. No. Please do that. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. I I remember um, I had an acquaintance here several years back and we were chatting and I didn't know her all that well. And so in the course of the conversation, I, um, she was talking about her husband and I said, well, what does your husband do? And she said, she was, she kind of hesitated and she paused and she sort of hemmed and hawed a bit. And she said, well, he just, um, he works at McDonald's. Like she was embarrassed oh. to say that her husband right. was working at McDonald's. You know, they had a couple young kids mm-hmm. and I felt bad that she actually felt ashamed to say that. Right. And, you know, so we talked about it. I'm like, why are, don't, don't, don't walk away from that. Don't be shy about that. That's your husband. That's amazing. He's, he's actually going, yeah, I'll go flip burgers. I'll do whatever I need to do to take care of my family. And if that's the only thing available to me right now, yeah, I'm not too egotistical. I'm not too proud. I'm not too whatever. Cause there's a lot of people that are like, I'm not going to do that. So they do nothing rather than say, 
because they look down on it. Exactly. And so I'm like, I think that's awesome that your husband is stepping up and doing whatever he needs to do to, to help take care of his family. Don't, don't be, don't feel bad about that. No, don't feel bad about that. There needs to be somebody there. And if that's what he's doing, then he's a hustler. How great is yeah. that? He's showing up no matter what. If that's what he's going to do, if that's what he's got, there's no need to shame people. And we can shame people. We can make people feel like they're inferior. We can make ourselves feel that way. We can downplay ourselves. Such a fucking waste of time to do that. Just hustle and live your life the way you want to live it. And if you're a garbage man, thank you. Yeah. Fuck, thank you. Mm-hmm. And if you're working at McDonald's, I love French fries and I <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. And, and whatever, the job may, whatever the job may be, I think then, um, and it's not just jobs. Mm. It's, it's everything in life. Right. Why don't you applaud yourselves for yeah. who you are? Yeah. And doing, you know, whatever it is that you need to do to, to have the life experience that you are trying to create. Right. So sometimes that means we got to do things that maybe we're not crazy about it. Maybe it wasn't his lifelong dream to work at McDonald's, but maybe his lifelong, maybe that was a stepping stone on the way to it. I mean, sometimes we, uh, we have to do some things that eh, I'm not crazy about it, but you know what? I'll do it because I know it's going to get me to where I need to go. Exactly. It's, it's connecting dots and it's moving you forward. Yeah. People stay stuck and not do anything because they don't want to feel like shamed or they feel embarrassed or they don't want people to know or, and so they'll just not do anything sometimes. Yeah. There's a lot of that. I've known many people that would rather not work than take a job that they look down their nose on. Yeah. Mm, That's beneath me. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'll just do nothing instead. Like that's the better choice. I had a pretty uh, wacky job once. Uh, I can't imagine. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Why don't you share that? (laughs) Okay, I'll share it. Okay, so um, I, for a whole year, I traveled with the Renaissance Fair when I was 19 years old. Don't spit out your water. 19 years old. Don't do it. Hold it. (laughs) Okay, Okay, you got it it down. And so uh, for a whole year, I traveled with the Renaissance Fair, and my job was to be a drench, a winch. (laughs) <laughs> so basically it was me and this other girl. Right. And, um, that girl. yeah, I was that girl. I was, and so she was, okay, there's two of us and it was in a dunk tank. Right. And so she would take her shift and her shift was to be like the sexy one and was to say sexy things. And people would come and throw a ball at a target and then dunk her. Okay. And then my job was to be a dick. <laughs> And so when my shift came up, I would, they would, I would go up there and I would just say the most awful shit so that people would come and throw a ball and dunk me in water. Right. (laughs) And it was hilarious. It was hilarious. We would have like hundreds of people just standing around and just laughing and having a good time. And it was one of the best times of my life. Okay. I have a question. Okay. I'm ready. All All right. My question is, since since she was the one that would say all the sexy, mm-hmm. you know, salacious stuff, yeah, and then you were the one that, in your words, I was the one that got to be a dick, yeah. So did, was that a choice that you made? Yeah. You said I'm gonna, I don't want to be that one. I want to be that one. Yeah. We sat down and talked about it. Okay. Okay. I just she's wondering. like, she's like, I don't, I don't know. I'm not very, you know. How about you? What do you want to do? And I'm like, well, I'm really good at okay. being sarcastic and saying things very quick witted. <laughs> 
She's like, well, I'm not. Okay. And I was like, well, then you get to be the sexy one. Perfect. So okay. you get to say sexy stuff. And I'm going to say absurd things. And we're going to make a shit ton of money. Yeah. All right. I kind of thought that, but I didn't want to make any assumptions. Yeah. It was the perfect job for me. I loved that job. I bet you And I dropped out of school and took that job. (laughs) I was like, be a doctor? Hmm. No, I don't think so. I think what I want to do is travel for a year I, with the Renaissance I, Fair. I want to be a drencha wench. I'm Damn not going right. to be a doctor. You drencha wench. Like, like you did a 180. Because you were go you were gonna be a doctor, yeah, right? I was, That's, yeah. That was, I was a, there. the original plan. I was there and I was like, you know what? This is not me. Yeah. And somebody wench. said, Hey, I have a job for you. And I said, I'll take it. That's so much more me. Let's go. And I went from state to state and got dunked in ice cold water over and over again because I was a rude Mm. mofo and I was so good at it. (laughs) If there was a job today that I could just like say, I mean, I guess I could. I think that's, I think that's a needed job. I think that's right up there with motherhood and important jobs. Drench a wench. Yeah. Because if you leave the Renaissance fair and you haven't had, (laughs) there's no wench to drench. I mean, you would be really, Unfulfilled. It would be an unfulfilling life. Why go to the Renaissance Fair if you can't drench a wench? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Save the wenches. (laughs) (laughs) It was the best job ever. And so the moral of the story is just do whatever the fuck you want. (laughs) Wear it proudly. (laughs) Wear it proudly. Be proud. I'm proud to be a drench a wench, damn it. Uh, That's that's a great story. I... I uh, I love the fact that you went from I'm not going to be a doctor Mm-mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a drencher wench surgery no that's not for me anymore mm-hmm. what I'm gonna do though is I'm gonna wear almost nothing and scream <laughs> at strangers <laughs> until they throw a ball to Target and dunk me in water that's what I want to do and I do not regret it for one second. <laughs> I don't regret the whole, I don't regret, you got to follow your heart. That was my, that was my, I followed my heart. You here did. I am today. And here you are. <laughs> Just awesome. That's a great story. Thanks. I, I don't think I have any, uh, any jobs uh, in my past that could possibly compare to that. Wow. Not, not, yeah. That's a compliment. Thank you. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a good one. Thanks. That's, that's a, that's a good one. So. <laughs> We're doing we're doing this new segment. Yes, and it's uh, the shift doctors. We're doctors of. I'm not a doctor because I decided <laughs> to be, you know, soaking wet and yell at people instead. But uh, and do other things too. But we decided that we are shift doctors. We're mm-hmm. we're the doctors of shift. And uh, yeah. then what do you got That's there? That's what we do. That's what we do. We help people shift. Yeah, we do. All right. So Sylvia wrote to us. And Sylvia has a question about, let me see here. Okay, here it is. What is the best way to deal with a parent who somehow doesn't see that their children are grown adults? It's more like a control issue versus being respectful and courteous. So Sylvia it doesn't say if the parent is the mom or the dad. So one of the parents is what it sounds like. Right. I don't know which one. Treats her like a little kid, basically. Right. It's, Even it though she's grown. Yeah, it doesn't recognize in her words that children are grown adults. And Sylvia is is assuming, maybe right, I don't know, that it's a control issue. 
It might be. It might be a control issue. Or maybe it's just hard to see your kids grow up and you just want to always see them as a little tiny kid. But she feels disrespected. Right. She feels like there's a lack of respect. And she even says, um, you know, uh, no courtesy going on. Mm. Did you let your kids grow up? Do you see them as little tiny children? No. You don't. You see them as grown, grown. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think because... um, um, I was very independent yeah. at a young age. I moved out the, when I was 17. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to get out and, and have my life and create my life and, you know, do whatever it was I wanted to do. So, um, I wanted to support. So it was normal for me to let my kids have the, uh, freedom to grow up and do whatever they wanted to do and su- not only be respectful, but support them. You know, and, and obviously guide them, but not uh, not control. Right. Not control. Yeah. But I mean, some parents are dysfunctional and they they can, you know, belittle people. You know, children can feel belittled and adults that were their children can feel belittled by them because they treat them like they're still little tiny kids. And I think that, um, you know, your way around that is to understand that that's who they are. Right. And to know that you can't change them and to just continue forward being the adult that you are and try not to take it as personally. Uh, And it's hard to do, I guess, it's when when you're a parent, when it's your parent. But still, it's about you understanding people come from where they come from and they do what they do. Your parents aren't surprising you by being who they are. And so it's in you taking the uh, stronger route more powerful route by um, not letting it take over your life and hurt you. Mm-hmm. I think too, if you um, if you try to look at it from the perspective that um, having some understanding that people will do things in order to remain significant. So it's a very powerful powerful human need. So when there are some parents that as their children grow up and become adults and start to be, you know, most of their focus obviously is going to be on their own lives and the parents are no longer, um, a big part of their world because you no longer depend on them for your existence. So they become, feeling like they're less important and less significant. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we will always find a way to fill that need. And it's either going to be in a positive way by contributing. Mm-hmm. So you can feel important and significant by contributing something and helping. Or if you don't understand that that's, what's motivating your behavior, you might also be a lot of people fulfill that need to be significant, and important in a negative way. And a negative way is by maybe trying to be controlling, maybe, um, being, um, you know, missing behaving. Maybe, uh, yeah, she's being, she's being rude. Uh, she's, she's in your business. Um, she's not nice, but it could be because that's the only way she feels like she's still somehow able to remain important Mm -hmm. by creating that kind of drama in your life because negative attention is better than no attention at all. Yeah. And when she does that, do you act like a kid? Right. So you get into patterns. Mm Mm-hmm. And people get into a very habitual way of, of, um, communicating with each other and behaving around each other. So, so by you, 
um, attempting to understand that maybe her motivation, and it might not be in her conscious awareness, but maybe her motivation for this is simply because she feels like she's less and less a part of your life and she wants to be part of it. She's just not figuring out a positive way to do it. Right. Exactly. Thank you, Sylvia. So yeah, have a little understanding and maybe try, uh, Try a little reverse psychology. Try which, you know, if it's, I don't know if it's your mother or your father, but mom or dad, you know, just letting them know that um, you value them, how much it meant to them that mm. it meant to you mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, that they raised you, you love them. They're so important. Um, you know, pay them off a little bit. Yeah. Pay them off a little bit and just see if that doesn't start to shift things and uh, just, Yeah have some understanding, but sometimes we forget to, uh, to give our parents a a little bit of the respect that they deserve too. Agreed. I love it. Thank you, Sylvia, for your question. Very good. I hope that helps. Yeah. Hey, if anybody else has any thing going on with them and they want to talk to have the shift doctors (laughs) (laughs) prescribe, yeah, we will put on our Stethoscopes and our and our white say that again. Yeah, Come on. <laughs> and our white lab coats and our white lab right. coats. And we're gonna we're, yeah. we'd love to answer your questions. Yeah. So you can go to we're talking shift podcast.com to ask your questions. We would love anything anything that's up for you in your life, and we'll answer it here. Exactly, exactly. And uh, please, if you uh, like what you're hearing, head on over to um, patreon.com forward slash talk and shift. And uh, you can find the podcast there and you can find a bunch of other good stuff. Join our Give a Buck movement and be part of our massive philanthropic movement. Uh, Give us some ratings. Yeah, massive. Give us some ratings, though. Give us some stars on iTunes and send us your comments. We really want to know what you think. Yeah, Give a Buck. And if you would like a private session with Lori Bischoff or myself, you would go to we'retalkingshiftpodcast.com. And we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're all over the place at We're Talking Shift Podcast. Come hang out with us. Come follow us. Come like us. Come say hello to us. Yeah. So have a great day. Go make some shift happen. You too, Gary V. The preceding podcast was a TJ DeSantis production. Comments, questions, and inquiries can be directed to desantisprod at gmail.com.